Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. It's quite interesting because I feel that I should speak to you today about something and it's difficult to fully describe it because um, in one sense it's an encouragement as to how to pray. Uh, In a second sense it's an encouragement how to understand scripture. But it's all based on something that was very strong and very powerful in my life. And I'm dealing with Romans chapter 8. Now, as you know, in 1964, um, you all know the story, I had uh, throat cancer. And uh, having prayed for three months and believed that I would be healed and having refused all medical treatment. I mean all medical treatment. Yes, I'd been under the doctors because they had confirmed it. They're with x-rays, camera down my lung, and uh, I don't know how many different tests. And every one of them confirmed that I had lung cancer. So because I always believed in miracles, um, very much so, as you know, I determined that I would pray my way through with no medical treatment. There was also another issue, and that was that because I was in a church which had really been founded on my evangelism and the miracles in that evangelism, recorded in the newspapers where blind eyes were opened and cripples walked. So it was very much Although uh, I had already begun working in, um, in, in Russia, in the, in the East, in Israel, uh, I'd been doing that since 1961, but now I had a major crisis. So in this crisis, I said, right, no medical treatment, I'll fast and I'll pray and God will heal me. And I prayed for three months, and then at the end of three months, I felt that the answer must have come, and I went back to the doctors. I said, look, I said, I'm healed. Good news. And they looked at me and said, bad news, you're not. Uh, They said, uh, obviously, we don't believe in prayer, we don't believe in God, and the fact that your cancer has only got worse is to us a confirmation God doesn't answer prayer because there is no God. And they said that the cancer is now so big. You see, what was happening was this. During that period of fasting and praying, my cancer was growing so fast that they said, now it's an absolute emergency. We have to operate immediately. Now, this was on a Friday, so that meant they said, right, you come in first thing on Monday morning and we will do the operating. So that gave me a couple of days. And so on the Saturday, I I prayed and I was praying, as of course you would, as I had been doing, oh, God, heal me. (laughs) Otherwise, it's serious. in order to save my life, they're going to remove my voice and so on, because throat cancer is one of the most difficult to operate on. So I prayed all day and nothing happened. But on the Sunday, and this is quite significant, I really felt that I was facing a second challenge 
because at that particular time I was I didn't know whether to continue as a pastor uh, in this country or whether to give up my church and go full time into evangelism in uh, the Soviet Union and in Israel. And that was a massive decision. And sometimes uh, we need something more than just our own uh, decision. And so I then took this very dangerously. And I want to say this, don't very often pray like me, because this was probably the most dangerous prayer I've ever prayed in my life. I said, Lord, if you want me to stay in England, don't heal me. And I'll go to the doctors tomorrow and I'll tell them you couldn't do it. Mm -mm. Did you hear my words? Uh, but I said, if you want me to leave the church, go to Russia and to Israel, uh, obviously in evangelism, then I need a miracle. So I said, Lord, it's in your hands. I I'm putting it to you, if you want me to leave the church, then I need you to remove this cancer. But because I tend to be very impatient, uh, I mean, staff who work for me know that that's unfortunate. One of my strong points is <laughs> impatience. And um, so I said, Lord, I want to know the answer from you now. Am I going to be healed or not. So how did I get an answer? Well, I've always believed that God answers through Scripture. After all, I, I've said all my life that uh, <laughs> uh, the Bible is the Word of God, and if you want God to speak to you, He'll speak to you very clearly through His Word uh, and confirm things. And all through my life, the same thing has applied. So how was I going to know where to go? And I did something again, which uh, on the face of it was a bit foolish. In those days, what I had what they called in America a promise box. They, they did come from America. And um, what you did was you had a box of texts and you pull them out with a pin or something. Uh, and that was whatever you wanted. So I went to the promise box and I pulled out this verse. And um, it was Romans 8, uh, 28. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Now, most people, when I'm talking about it, and I quote that verse, say, Oh, praise the Lord. But that was my reaction was of horror and saying, oh, God, that's not an answer. Because I said, I know, and as a preacher, I, I preach this so many times, I know that all things work together for good to those who love God. That is not an answer. I'm asking you for a straight answer now. Am I healed of the cancer? In other words, do I go to Russia? Or am I not healed, in which case I face the doctors tomorrow and I stay in the UK? So I puzzle for a moment, Lord, I want, and I want it in Scripture, I want a clear answer. Now, this is interesting because 
at that time in prayer, and obviously I was, was in prayer, I was in my bedroom, kneeling at my bedside actually, and um, I said, where do I get this answer? And it's as if the Holy Spirit prompted me and almost said it in words as closely as he could, look, you chose at random Romans 8.28. If you want the answer, get your Bible, open it up, and read from the beginning of Romans 8. So yes, I have it in front of me, <laughs> and I know it, I know it by heart, I don't even need to look at it. Romans 8 verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, for the law of the Spirit is life. And I said, no, that is not the answer. But I had to go on reading through, and I kept reading through, and I'll come back to these scriptures later, right through, and all the time, all this is legalism. For in verse uh, 2, the law of the Spirit is life, Christ Jesus has made me free from the law, and that's a challenge to people who think they've got to go back to Jewish law. We are made free from the law for verse 3. What the law could not do, because it was weak, because it was in the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of that same simple flesh, not to be the condemned, but to condemn the sin, because he lived a life without sin in the flesh. So in verse 4, the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who don't walk after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So here is a sense when I wasn't understanding it because I still, at that time, I understand it now. But at that time, I was blind to everything and deaf to everything except one thing. I wanted a yes or a no from God. But here it is quite clear that the righteousness of the law is fulfilled in us when we cease walking by flesh but after the Spirit, because those that are after the flesh think, think, and act after the flesh. But those that are after the Spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, then we think the things and act and think in the terms of that Spirit. But that still wasn't the answer. And to put it bluntly, I went on reading. And I kept going on. Um, yes, in verse 13, for if you live after the flesh, you'll die. But if through the Spirit you mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. But this is only talking about the legal side of our salvation. It's not giving me the answer that I'm looking for. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.